Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Nine Leaders Podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I am still on vacation, and so this is being recorded on May 27th, and I'm going to adjust the volume here, so I'm going to get a little bit louder. I hope that that is functional for you. Okay, great. So, uh, like I said, I am still out on vacation, so you guys still aren't getting live videos, uh, but I'm still posting these on Facebook. It's great. It's going to be a lot of fun. A couple housekeeping things. Uh, for Q&A is coming up, so I need questions on type four, so you can send those to me on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, email me, wade at nineleaders.com, so we have plenty of questions to answer for that. That will be live. I will go live on uh, on Facebook and Instagram to answer those questions, and that will be uh, super, super fun. Um, go send me those questions. Uh, still looking for a four to interview. So if you are a very self-aware four in some sort of leadership role or some sort of uh, influencer role, and you'd like to come and be on the podcast and you know Enneagram and you can speak Enneagram really fluently, I would love to have you. So Instagram, Facebook, um, email me, all those things, and we will get that uh, figured out. If you have been listening to this podcast for a while and you are getting some sort of value out of it, we have enabled podcast support. So if you're not really looking to get coaching right now, or maybe that's a little bit too expensive for you right now, or you just don't see the value in it yet, uh, that's totally fine, but you still want to give value to this podcast in some way, then uh, click on the support link that will be in the description of the episode, and you can give $1 a month, $2 a month, whatever you feel is... uh, uh, beats the value that you get out of this, whatever uh, dollar amount you feel is appropriate for that. And if you don't think any dollar amount is appropriate for that, or you just aren't in a place where you're able to do that, that's totally fine. I'm happy to keep this information free to you guys. So that is all of the great old housekeeping. So in the relationship series, we've done this enough for you guys to know exactly what I'm going to say right now, but there is no such thing as a bad pairing. All types, if they are self-aware, and they are mutually respectful of one another, and they are mutually admiring of one another, can be healthy. There is no two numbers that will always be bad together or will just always be good together. It all depends on the self-awareness of the individual. So don't let anyone tell you that if you're a four, you shouldn't be in a relationship with an eight or a four in a relationship with a five or whatever. Any relationship can work out. It just takes some work on both ends for any pairing. So today we're talking about fours and the shame triad, which is fours home triad. This triad is also called the feeling or the heart triad, and members of this heart of this triad are pushed by an internal shame, and they deal with it in different ways. So they carry this shame around with them. They don't really like something about themselves. They feel some sort of deficit, uh, and they are are dealing with it in different ways. This triad takes in information by feeling. They view emotions as having more value than information. Yesterday, I did make a mistake. I said that in the greater, the greater Enneagram, body triad was active. So the anger triad was the active. I misspoke. The body triad, the anger triad is actually the balancing force. And the shame triad or the feeling triad is the active force in the larger uh, triangle of the Enneagram. So I don't think I've talked a ton about what that means, but there's that information. And later on, when we cover that, you'll have that information. So fours and twos, okay, so this is dangerous territory as this is the relationship between my wife and I, and I think I stayed pretty safe during the two series, so I should be pretty safe here. So this can be warm and open or irresponsible and demanding. These two can be really beneficial for one another, pushing and growing one another in some really key ways. 
Twos, the helper, can help fours to become more social and less inward focused. Twos will help fours to feel more confident in social places and situations. Fours help twos to notice their interior and pay attention to their needs. Fours' natural selfishness in health can help twos to take better care of themselves, taking time for their own needs. Likewise, twos' natural selflessness in health can help fours to look outside themselves and do something for other people. Both types see the other for who they are and don't require the other one to apologize for it, which is a big deal to both types. Uh, four's sense of beauty and aesthetic will inspire twos to move them towards four in health. So twos more move towards four, they start to be a little bit more creative, and four's already inherent creativity will kind of draw them towards that. In turning four's attention outward, twos can help fours to become more disciplined in turning their ideas into reality as they move towards one in health. But like any pair, this this pair can have some issues. Uh, four's natural selfishness might cause them to take too much from the two. And twos are prone to being depleted. They, they give and they give and they give until they're, they're, they're gone. They don't have anything left to give. And fours who, who feel a little bit of entitlement and, and want more energy from the two might take and take and take until the two is totally depleted. Twos might start to see fours as ungrateful and needy. They might start to get aggressive towards the four as they move towards eight in unhealth. Twos might kind of lack a level of depth and thoughtfulness about their own interior that the four craves. You know, twos don't, twos don't normally do a lot of introspection, a lot of looking at themselves, a lot of understanding themselves. And unhealthy fours might see that as a weakness. Healthy fours might help them get there, but unhealthy fours might see that as a weakness, which could lead them to start to resent the two, or even feel a sense of superiority towards them. Fours will be frustrated by two's refusal to take care of themselves. The four will see the two spiraling as they keep giving and giving to other people, but not take care of themselves, and that'll start to really frustrate the four as the two isn't able to give them the the attention that they feel that they're entitled to. Uh, Twos need to help everyone, uh, which might make the four feel unseen or untaken care of, growing more and more resentful towards the two as the four themselves move towards two in unhealth. The other pitfall is that fours tend to be irrational and irresponsible in their decision-making. The two and their desire to be liked might decide to help the four with all these crazy buckwild plans that the fours have, which can lead to them making bad life choices, bad financial decisions, bad leadership moves, And if the two went against their integrity in helping the four, they might feel resentment towards them for getting them into this mess. And the four would respond to the two with some resentment of their own, seeing the two as ungrateful for their leadership and for having made the decision in the first place. Fours and threes, this will be energetic and fabulous or critical and dismissive. So, uh, fours will bring out authenticity in threes who are the, the achievers or the performers. Threes feel that underneath all their masks, they don't have an identity and that they're nothing more than their surface level achievements. Enforcing threes to stop talking about their shallow goals and shallow achievements, fours can force threes into a deeper place where they can actually encounter themselves. In an effort to endear themselves to the depth and the mystery of the four, the three will deeply and authentically look at themselves. They're trying to achieve what the four wants and in doing so, they actually become deeper. They actually take a look at themselves and find some identity underneath all those masks. Uh, 
Threes will really help fours to apply some practicality to their creativity. Threes will encourage fours to monetize their ideas or put something that they've been thinking about for years into practice. Healthy fours will admire threes' energy and ability to achieve and desire uh, the same for themselves as they move forward to a healthy and structured space of one. So threes push fours towards one as they help them to kind of become more uh, aware of things, a little bit more principled, a little bit more... um, locked into an idea. I have a friend who is a three who has uh, at least tried her best to help me with a lot of the nine leader stuff in that I have a lot of ideas, but I'm not good at putting them down on paper. So she's really helped me revise my resume and make sure that we have a brand that's consistent. And these are all things that I'm busy thinking about different ideas and haven't really paid attention to. And so that's the way that threes kind of can bring fours down to earth and help them practically move forward towards their goals. Threes will find this loyalty to the the brooding four as they move towards six. Um, And this type will be successful socially as threes will help the fours to learn social grace and a sense of of propriety, sorry, that fours lack. While fours help threes relationships to reach deeper levels. So threes kind of tend to be surfacey in their relationships and fours help them look a little bit deeper. The two are both really image-focused, but Four's insistence on being unique will create a pair that does things a little bit differently. So they'll go about things in kind of a weird, quirky way, which will endear them to people, thanks to the Four's social skills, but will also keep people on their toes and keep a bit of a mysterious aspect to them, thanks to the Four's uniqueness and point of view. However, these two can also really play off each other's insecurities. Both long to be seen and be in the spotlight to deal with their shame. Threes being much more personal and socially adept may find themselves in that position more often, which can create jealousy in the four. Fours also may feel disdain for the phony way that the three goes about their lives. As authenticity is paramount to a four, the social engineering and performing of a three can lead to some animosity. Both are prone to kind of try and subtly undermine one another. Fours moving towards two in stress will manipulate others by playing the victim and tarnish the three's reputation in the process. The irony here is that both actually express a level of inauthenticity. Threes project an image of success that may not necessarily be real, and fours project an image of uniqueness that may not necessarily be real. This reflection of one another can cause anger and contempt towards each other. And they can be really competitive for that spotlight. They both desire it and they get it in different ways. People are who are more drawn to achievement and status will flock to the three, while folks who are more drawn to aesthetic and vulnerability and uniqueness might flock to the four. And both the three and the four will will want the audience of the other. Threes want this because not having the entire audience is losing, and fours out of envy, perhaps their audience has something that mine doesn't. Threes may view fours less as people and more as conquests. The mystery of the four and the achievement of solving that mystery may be more important to the three than actually getting to know the four. Stressed threes, as in any other relationship, will fall asleep to the four, which will trigger four's fear of abandonment and push them into that push-pull habit of luring the three in with friendship and charm and then pushing them away, eventually pushing hard enough that the relationship will end. Fours and fours. This can be deep and respectful or unstable and competitive. So double types bring the same strengths to the table, and they can admire the things that they recognize about themselves and the other person. More often than not, double fours will serve as an antidote to the other's melancholy. 
So fours kind of feel alone in the world, and it can often be a great joy to encounter somebody else who, quote, gets it. And that's most 4-4 relationships. These two will go really deep quickly, mining the depths of one another's personalities and eccentricities. These two will quickly learn to respect the depth and understanding in each other, as well as develop a sense of humor around the darkness that they kind of perceive as inherent in the world around them and the darkness that they see in themselves. We've discussed how fours often don't have a lot of faith in their own abilities, artistically or otherwise, but are really good at seeing abilities in others. So in that case, a 4-4 pairing will see each other's work and encourage one another. And this will push both towards that healthy place of one as they begin to have a little bit more confidence and belief in their work and get more disciplined into making it more of a reality. One of my closest friends is a four and she's a writer and there's this kind of unspoken support between us where each time one of us puts out some work, the other uh, engages in it. And it's this, this way of supporting one another and often encourages us to keep working. I know anything that I put out, she is probably going to engage in and, and have some sort of positive viewpoint and then vice versa. And that always encourages us to continue putting work out. So I have friends who will meet a four that I don't know, and they'll be really excited to get the two of us together and get us to meet because they think that there's going to be this major showdown of who's more unique. And while a lot of four, four pairings will ironically play on that dynamic, most of us don't. Uh, all of my friends who have tried that have been let down when I meet their other four friends because I don't see them as somebody trying to be more unique than me and I'm threatened by that, but I see someone who's trying to live authentically and I'm drawn to and inspired by that. So most fours that I have met become really fast friends really quickly because of that, that, that feeling that they get it, that there's somebody else who understands what I'm going through. Unfortunately, though, that's not always the way. Unhealthy fours can be weirdly competitive, and people, like I said, will think that that competition will be over a, a who's more unique, uh, but it's often more over who's more damaged, whose story has more pain in it, who's more jacked up, who has more problems than the other one. And this can often come from the four's natural selfishness. If I am more damaged and messed up than you, then you have to be the rescuer and I get to be the rescued. And both can become more and more self-absorbed in their own melancholy, trying to be the one who is more deserving of being rescued, and then getting frustrated with the other one for not being the rescuer as they move towards two in stress and begin to resent one another for not taking on the mantle of rescuer. Fours are also prone to unstable emotions and drama. So two fours together that don't have anybody to kind of keep that in check can become really volatile. If two unhealthy fours are both identifying with their ever-changing emotions, that can be really crazy for other people or even crazy for those in the relationship, switching from angry to happy, from infatuated to, to angry, from love to hate, all in, in a matter of a few hours, can be really exciting at first to the four, but can eventually learn to lead to emotional burnout or exhaustion or, or honest bitterness and resentment towards the other person. So that's fours and the shame triad. If you identify as a four and you are dealing with some relational stuff and you want to figure out how can you best capitalize on your relationships, how can you maximize on them and make them as beneficial for you and for the other person as possible, I would love to sit down and have a conversation with you about that. Who are the people in your lives? What are your goals? What are you trying to get to? What, are you, what kind of relationship status are you looking for? That sort of thing. 
Uh, so go to www.9leaders.com and sign up for some of our coaching, leadership coaching, one-on-one coaching, spiritual direction, that kind of thing. I'd love to sit and talk with you. Just find out what your goals are and how we can help get you there. So shoot me an email over at that website and we will set something up and figure it out. I'm able to do those even on vacation because it's all done over Skype and I'll have my uh, my computer and all that stuff with me. So I'm happy to do that with you. So thank you guys for listening to Fours and Shame. Tomorrow, we will talk about Fours and the Fear Triad. Thank you guys so much for listening. Talk to you tomorrow.